Hey everyone, welcome to the Mortgage Man podcast brought to you by Tanta Financial Advisors. In this podcast series, we're going to bring to you information around KiwiSaver, how to withdraw it, how to use it, how to make the most of it, as well as mortgages, obviously. When it comes to buying your first home, your first investment property, or your 10th, we can definitely help you out. And finally, we talk to professionals in each of those industries to help cover specific topics, to help you guys out when it comes to buying, selling, or insuring yourself and your loved ones. So enjoy, and if you need to get in touch, please email us at hello at tanta.co.nz. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mortgage Man Podcast, coming to you from our new offices here in Takapuna. Um, today we are going to talk to you about KiwiSaver and the effect the Ukrainian-Russian war and other economic factors are going to have on your KiwiSaver account. Chris is uh, here sitting, waiting on standby to share his two, three and four and five cents on the matter. Yeah, hopefully not too many cents, but uh, at least some shed some further insight on it. So obviously at the beginning of the COVID crisis, I'm going to say, uh, KiwiSavers dropped and people kind of panicked a little bit and did one or two or three different things um, and now we are in a similar situation where key savers have dropped again in uh, response to uncertainty when it comes to Russia and Ukraine. Um, let's start with the first home buy point of view rather than a retirement point of view. What should a first home buyer consider when they've seen that their fund has dropped if it has at all? Um, hey, the first and most important thing to do with anything to do with your KiwiSaver is to not do knee-jerk reactions, not to panic and change things just because you saw a headline. It's the worst thing you can do. You need to make sure you're doing it for a reason and not whatever you've seen on the news. That's the first and foremost thing. Uh, the knee-jerk reactions always end in a bad result. <laughs> So imagine I'm a first home buyer and I had a hundred grand in my bank account, my KiwiSaver account, and I was about to buy a house in three months' time, and it's gone down by what ten percent, ten grand? Would that say? Would that be accurate at the moment? That's a potential, yeah. yeah so it's gone down to ninety thousand. What do I do? Do I change funds? Do I sit tight? Do I? talk to a KiwiSaver advisor and get my individual situation spoken through to me? Always individual situation, mate. Everyone's different. But the first and foremost thing I would figure out is how much do you need to buy the house and when are you hoping to do that? Because um, the basics with KiwiSaver is that it's, it is investing, right? And the big thing with investing is that is markets do not like uncertainty. And right now in the world, we have massive uncertainty. Uh, we don't, you know, Russia started off just taking off a small little chunk and now he's come out saying, I want the whole Ukraine. I've always known that they're Russian. I'm taking the entire country for myself. Um, nobody knows how far that's going to go. And what that means for markets is typically not good. It means people pull their money out. People do knee-jerk reactions and things tend to go down. Now, if you are looking to buy in the first in the next three months, 
and $90,000 still gets you your home, I would 100% take it on the chin. You had a bad experience there, but it was, you know, I'm sure you started with about 10 grand, so having 90 to start at the end is pretty good anyways. If you're going to be buying in the next three months, get into a conservative fund, get your like lock in to make sure you can still buy that house. Because if it goes down further, you're not buying a house anymore. Mm. So just to kind of spell that out, I suppose, is <laughs> when you're in a particular fund and it's gone down, if you change funds, you are essentially locking in the loss, right? But well, but at the same time, you are preventing, especially if you're going to like a conservative or a cash fund, you are also preventing any further losses. Yeah, I think the easiest way to understand it is forget what, what your balance was last week. What do you want to do next week? And whatever's happened, like if it was at 100, that's fantastic. It could have been at 200. If you didn't check it, you wouldn't know. And if you came to me today and said, I've got 90 grand to buy a house and you can buy a house, well, cool, we need to get you into a conservative fund right now to make sure that that 90 grand doesn't go anywhere. If you came to me and said, I've got 90, I want to buy in the next one to two years, uh, then we'd have a conversation around, well, how much risk do you want to take? Because it could go down further, but it might also bounce back up after this Ukrainian stuff slash inflation slash COVID slash whatever else is going on. Which is what we saw with the recovery of the growth funds um, last, so last year, two years ago, after it had that massive drop and then they all recovered to a higher point. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like, have a look at what you want to do with it, when you want it, and don't do anything knee-jerk. Forget what happened last week, what do you want to happen going forward? And that's always the best advice. Whatever you've got there now is what you've got, and uh, don't, you know, pretend you had more from the past. Yeah, it's really not really real money until you take it out. <laughs> That's right. So what happens if they're already in a conservative fund and they saw it drop significantly and they're worried? Well, hopefully you didn't drop as much as other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would also make sure you get uh, some advice around what your conservative fund is. I know there's quite a few that say they're conservative but have up to 30% of the, the fund actually in growth stocks, which will take a hit, which means even if you're in a conservative fund, it could drop quite a lot. So I would definitely get some advice on which fund is best for you. Um, they're not all the same. They, get, they can call themselves whatever name they want. It doesn't always reflect uh, what the actual fund is. Yeah, and I guess some of the providers might do that so they can say that their conservative fund has the highest percentage um, which is great when the economy is normal but not so great when it's going up and down and being super volatile yeah for my mind um, if you're in a conservative fund you shouldn't be wanting to get the highest growth possible conservative is all about protecting the money you have right now because you're going to use it soon you're not trying to earn as much as you can. You're trying to make sure you don't lose it. <laughs> if you want to get more, you go into a growth fund and then it's a different conversation. All right. So then I guess most people probably already know the answer then to the next question. If you've already bought a house and you're now saving for retirement, your key saver is probably in a growth fund. 
um, and it's dropped significantly, what options do they have? Close your eyes is the best one. <laughs> um, you're going to uh, now be buying shares at a discount. So if they drop and you still put in money with your salary every week, it means you get twice as many shares as you would otherwise. And that means that when it does bounce back up, your growth is going to be far bigger than what it was otherwise. So um, drops are good for you if you're going to be having it there for a good 10 to 20, potentially 30 plus years. You know, This is a, a good thing from a KiwiSaver perspective. Not a world, but KiwiSaver, it's good. I think the thing to remember with this is that the people that manage your KiwiSaver fund are professionals and they have got all of your money in funds that they think or in investments that they think are going to do well and if they don't think they're going to do well they're going to take those positions out so yes it might go down temporarily and then go back up and then down and back up but it should zigzag in an upwards direction and you know they're a lot better than us or you trying to do the same kind of investment strategy so remember that because they wouldn't be in business if they weren't good at what they do. And that's, I guess, part of our job as well is just to keep an eye on who's doing what. Uh, some of our companies we work with have teams of 50 people or more on one fund, and they have four, five, six, ten funds they work on. So you can imagine there's big, big teams of people all working to figure out where the best place to put your money is. Far more time and effort and energy than you and I have to do that kind of stuff. So um, figure out what you want to do, when you want to get it out is always the biggest question. When do you want to get it out? Figure out your strategy from that question. And talk to us and advisors because that's what we're here for. Half our job is just uh, to calm you down, say, cool, focus on the big things. Don't look at your bank account, or your KiwiSaver account for the next uh, six months and then you'll thank us. Yeah, I find it really hard not to check it every couple of days. <laughs> um, all right, any closing thoughts for people? Get advice, uh, especially when there's so much noise and clutter and things going on. You see it in the media all the time about what's going, like what's this going to do for you? What's it going to go? Get advice so you actually understand your situation and like that doesn't affect me is a, always the best kind of knowledge to have or no it's all right if it's going down or up mine's in conservative i'm going to buy my house get some certainty around your situation at very least best thing you can possibly do get some advice how do people get advice well they call us <laughs> uh, or just an investment advisor in, in general but uh, we have a team here we have one of our uh, we have a new investment advisor as well on board it's a fantastic uh, addition for our team this year. Um, and New he, office and new advisors. It sounds like business is going well. Oh, uh, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. So um, get advice, get in touch. Hello at tanta.co.nz um, is the email. Or just give any one of us a call. Our numbers are all on the website there. Have a look. Get in touch. We'll help you out. Facebook, any way you want. We'll, we'll, we'll get can, I think you can even message on Spotify now. I saw that was a thing when I load these podcasts. You message people directly on Spotify wow. like to give them ideas of what to talk about. Technology. So if you're listening on Spotify and that's actually a feature and I didn't just make it up, then you can do that as well. 
Yeah, give it a go, please. <laughs> give us some ideas to um, that you want to hear of. We love hearing feedback. We've had a, quite a few lately, and it's been great just to hear, even if it's just to give us a pat on the back or, um, <laughs> you know, tell us we're doing something Chris, terrible. Chris would love a pat, pat on the back. I do love a good pat on the back. But um, no, get in touch. We'll help you out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, what's the saying? Keep calm and carry on. Keep calm, carry on. All right. Until next time. See ya. See ya.